Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. Next up, we have a gentleman by the name of William Buhlman, and he's written a couple of books, and he's written one called The Adventures of Beyond the Body, and he's got a new book out called The Secret of the Soul, and uh, he talks about how the body experiences, and both consciously right. and unconsciously. Well, let's bring him on. And I think we should. William, how are you? Oh, just great, Kevin. Good. Welcome to the show. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. And thank you so much for, for taking the time out of your very busy schedule. I know you've got a lot going on. And, uh, but I, I'd like to start with exactly what it is that is in your work. What is your body of work about? Well, it's essentially about conscious out-of-body experiences, which is uh, the separation of consciousness from the body. And how does that work, and how long have you been studying? Well, first of all, how long have you been studying that aspect of ourselves? Well, my first experience happened back in 1972, so I've been a real student of the topic ever since then. So it's been 31 years now. I've been more or less in fascinated by the whole topic. Now, when we talk about out-of-body experiences, exactly what are we talking about? Well, what's, what is, I found in my research, because I've done a, a survey where actually 18,000 people participated on my website and in my books, and what we found is that many, many people are having these experiences beyond the body, but in the, let's just say in the old days, um, beyond, let's say 50 years ago, people didn't know what they were. They didn't have a reference point. No, the word out of body didn't even exist. Right. And everything was lumped together either as an altered dream, altered state. But now we know that it's natural for people to actually have adventures or experiences beyond their physical body. And it often it happens when you're asleep. Your body falls asleep, but as some of your listeners can relate to, there is a, a numbness or a vibration, a loud buzzing or humming noise and your body feels paralyzed, and suddenly you find yourself in another place or possibly floating above your body. And it's a shocking experience for many people the first time it happens. And it happens under all kinds of circumstances. We know now that it happens to uh, women that are giving during childbirth. It's quite common. If I were giving childbirth, I'd want to be out of my body, too. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. Um, but this is it's a very common experience, much much more, let's just say, common than anyone's ever dreamed in the past. So it's one of those things that, that if somebody's had an unusual experience that they may not want to fess up to, there is a rational explanation for it. Yes, it's a very rise. This is not some kind of new age uh, you know, stuff that some people just, mark off is uh, not valid. This is a, there's a lot of scientific research going on that, uh, that indicates that, yes, people, the consciousness of people can separate. I mean, let's face it, it makes sense. If we're spiritual beings, and most people in America believe we are, 
Right. Then why isn't it possible for spirit or consciousness, whatever you wish to frame it, to actually leave the perimeter of this temporary body? It's silly to think we're trapped here for 70, 80 years and, and nothing changes. I mean, that's not a, a valid reality. And that's exactly what out-of-body experiences prove, that you can, you can move, you can function, you can exist beyond the, this dense perimeter of your body, the dense confines that we, many people believe is them. And so it's, the people that have the experiences find it to be an unbelievably life-changing event because it proves to them their immortality and their spirituality. And I'll, if you could do that, and if you could prove to more people that they are a spiritual being having a physical experience rather than the other way around, then it does validate the existence of life after death, life before death, and that you're an eternal being, being doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's a tremendously empowering experience for people. Because let's face it, most people live their entire lives just totally immersed in belief systems. They believe that they're a spiritual being. They believe that they continue on some level. It's nothing but beliefs. But suddenly when you confirm this to yourself, your entire self-image and your life changes. You see yourself in a whole different light, and you see everything around you in a different light. You, know, you realize that it is a play of consciousness occurring in the physical world. And, and you, suddenly a whole new realm of consciousness becomes open to you. And that is what people want nowadays. They're tired of hearing more baloney, more belief. Because that's really, you know, what is a belief? It's an unconfirmed idea. It could be, it's just as easy to be false as it is true. We don't really know. And to live your life based on beliefs only is a very disempowering way to go about your existence. Well, because most of the time, the beliefs that we all develop are from external sources. Oh, absolutely. They're not from within because we haven't had a personal experience. You did experiments with 16,000 people. And how did those go? What did you find? Well, it was a survey that I have at my websites, which one of them is outofbody.com. And what I discovered, I, I made it pretty easy. I put 12 questions on the website and in my books. And people responded by the thousands, because I was fortunate that Adventures Beyond the Body was published in eight languages and got you know wide read everywhere around the world. So I was shocked, number one, by the number of people that started to respond. People from all over the world started describing their out-of-body experiences to me. And one of the first things we learned, number one, it's universal. Number two, is that also it happens quite often in childhood because children are open to the experience. And one of the most important things we've learned is that there's a common ground, a common experience that's shared by many people. There's parameters to the experience. Like this, I was mentioned earlier about this, this, this sleep paralysis kind of thing that people experience, which is an indication of an, uh, of an immediate or impending OBE. But there's also a list of other things that happen to people. Certain sounds occur, certain sensations, like seeing through closed eyelids, um, seeing or hearing the voice of a loved one who has passed on. It's very common. Floating sensations. 
sometimes part of your body, sometimes your entire body. All of these were commonly reported all over the world. And it all fits together. And the end result is these are all elements of an OBE, a natural state of consciousness where we just separate from our temporary body. It's not a mystical or new age event. It's just nature. Wow. Now, in, in, in your dream state, is some of that attributed to that or is this different than a dream state? Well, they overlap, and that's a very interesting subject. One of the things that we found is that, number one, people don't have a reference point. So everything, I remember when I was a child, and I had all kinds of really wild experiences of flying, and I once had an experience of meeting my, my um, deceased grandmother, who I was very close to, and you know, the first thing my parents told me, like I'm sure everyone in the audience can relate to, is that, oh... Uh, William, that was only a dream. And if you look back at your childhood, how many times have we been told that? Mm-hmm. We, we're basically told from a very young age that the only reality that exists has to be a three-dimensional dense, denseness to it, or it's not valid. Right. And we discount that, and we go into our adult life with that same conditioning. Because let's face it, we've been programmed by our society, our parents, our culture, to believe that this hunk of flesh is what we are. And, of course, we're much more than that. And as we awaken to this knowledge of our, let's just say, potential to acknowledge and explore and realize our true self, then things really start to happen and open up. And that's when, and one of the reasons why OBEs are becoming more and more prevalent, not that, not that they are becoming more prevalent, but people are becoming more aware of their own experiences and beginning to open up to the fact that, hey, that was no dream. I just saw and talked to my grandmother and got some valid information. Right. You know, maybe that was not a dream at all. Maybe that was a valid uh, experience. And, and that's the kind of thing that's happening worldwide. And it's, it's fascinating. It really is, because there is an outpouring of that sort of thing. And I know that for myself... I've had dreams that appear to be as vivid and as real as me just standing here. And, and I have felt the sensations and, and that sort of thing from the dreams. So is that, is that something that could be like an out-of-body? Could you be physically someplace else? Well, you can be spiritually someplace, someplace else or yes. mentally someplace else. Um, now, again... There's a fine line here, and I'm not, I like to clarify by saying I am not saying that every lucid dream is an OBE. Right. I'm saying it's up to the participant to decide this. The key is to get more information and knowledge about the subject. Learn what you can about what an, an out-of-body out state of consciousness is, and then only you can really distinguish the objective reality of the experience. Because I have lucid dreams that I know are lucid dreams. And I have regular dreams where I'm not conscious. Let's face it, what is a lucid dream, but just more consciousness present in the dream. Right. But I think there's a spectrum of consciousness, and all the research really points that way. Remember, you know, we have our our consciousness is immense. There's an immense spectrum between dreams, then various states of awareness through lucid dreams, and then an OBE is a next step. It's a more aware experience. You're suddenly totally aware. And you're totally aware of the fact that you're not no longer confined to your body, which is 
for many people, shocking. You can interact. You can remember and you can not only remember, but you can absolutely obtain information. You can visit someone and then verify the experience, which I and others have done many times. Okay, how do you do that? During your experience, number one, I teach people to upgrade by by in their dream, lucid dream, any altered state of consciousness they have while sleep, while in sleep, they they condition themselves to use the term awareness now to upgrade their level of consciousness. So they're more aware of the, let's just say, interactions that are occurring. That's the key, to be more and more aware, number one. And then you focus on, you want verification, you focus on a place or a person especially that you're close to. And you can literally, by focusing upon them, because thoughts are the ancestor to every action, whether physical or non-physical, you will instantly go to that person. In other words, if you want to see your, uh, you're separated from your wife or your girlfriend, you can literally say, demand to yourself, I wish to see so-and-so, and you will go there. And then, of course, you just observe. Observe for yourself. Don't take it. Don't you know? Don't take my word for it. Observe it. The, observe the environment that you see, and when you awaken from this experience, when you become fully conscious, you write down what you saw. And just so that your listeners would know that, you know, the United States government has spent fifty million dollars in a program called Stargate, where they used military men of different rank to basically spy on the Soviet Union. It was, it was a famous program where they were using what was called remote viewing or technical remote viewing, which is another form of OBEs, essentially. And it was, it, it was it's well-known, well-documented. Now, they say they've closed the program. It was done in Fort Meade, Maryland, at, at a major, at a, one of the large military bases. I mean, this is not airy-fairy stuff. The the U.S. government, the Israeli government, and the, the Soviet Union, especially the old, I'm talking about the old Soviet Union, used OBEs and remote viewing to spy on one another. And they had a huge commitment of resources directed to it. So, in other words, there are valid um, realities to this. It's not just, oh, this is just one guy talking off the cuff of his head about something. There's been a lot of money spent by, by the government to explore the potential of this. Now, can, is there a way that we could get a hold of some of those reports? I mean, is that in the Freedom of Information Act and that yeah. kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. Now it is. It was recently released. Um, Isn't that interesting? Also, you won't hear that on Fox News. Well, it's, it's now available. A lot of things are available now that haven't been in the past. Now, I'm not saying that it's all available because it never will be. Right. Um, no matter what the government says. Uh, but there is a lot of information. I have a lot of information about this on, on my website, um, which is outofbody.com. that goes into how to have the experience, how to control it, how to gather information. How to, in other words, it's, see, the, the important point here we're kind of glossing over, and that's the personal verification. Right, right. That's what people are looking for today. <clears throat> I do workshops all over the world. I just come from come back from Italy doing one. And people, that's the main thing they want. They, they've had enough with 
a world of immersed in belief systems. They want to know. They want to have the experiences. Exactly. And by the way, we are talking with William Buhlman. He is the author of Adventures Beyond the Body and his new book, The Secret of the Soul. When we come back from this break, he believe, he says that, that he has a system by way that you can do it consciously. Is that correct? Yes, indeed. We're going to talk about that when we come back. So don't you dare go away. You indeed can validate your own system of beliefs. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald, and you're listening to KKNW, 1150 AM in Seattle, Bellevue. We're talking with William Buhlman. He is the author of Adventures Beyond the Body and his new book, Secrets of, or Secret of the Soul. William is, he works with people and, and does out of body experiences and, and uh, that sort of thing. And I, and I want to make sure that we understand it correctly in that this is something everybody can do right William absolutely and now you've just you have a system by way somebody doesn't have to be unconscious to do it they can do it consciously is that right absolutely how does that work well in my writing I include about 40 different methods everybody's different the big obstacle that people have of course is their physical conditioning we've been conditioned from birth to accept and believe that we are a mass of cells, essentially, and that our mind is the source of our consciousness, which, of course, all of this is false. Our, our body is just a temporary vehicle of soul. That's all that it is. It's for a learning tool. And because of this, because we are naturally, our natural state is freedom of pure spirit, of soul, whatever you want to call it or frame it, consciousness, that consciousness can separate from the body, and it does so generally at night when we let go of our attachment. Well, what I've, I've done in, uh, is developed, not only, not, I want to say this, a lot of these techniques I've discovered, i found, i developed, whatever you want to say, they're not mine necessarily. A lot of these techniques have been around the Tibetans use out-of-body experiences. They're recorded all the way through history, the Egyptians. I just did a lot of research and rediscovered a lot of these techniques. Mm-hmm. One of the most, well, let's just say one of the easiest ways is called the target technique, where you select three objects, physical objects that you know well, maybe things you've made. Uh, for instance, um, uh, something you, a picture you may have painted or a sculpture or anything that you made, and you, you have three of these objects in your mind as you fall asleep at night, and you imagine or picture yourself Visualize yourself walking to each of these three objects in your house. Now, if you're in your bedroom, you imagine three objects in your living room. It could be even the sofa or the TV. It doesn't matter. And you hold this as your last conscious thought. And I mean that just by what it means. You absolutely focus completely on being with these objects as you allow yourself to drift into the alt, what basically sleep is an altered state of consciousness. Right. That's really misunderstood and not understood at this point. But that is one of the easiest methods. And during this, you continue to do it every night. It's very easy to do. You imagine yourself going to the first object, touching it, feeling it, being there. 
And then you move to the second object, and you focus your undivided attention on being there, touching the object. As much as possible, feel yourself being there. And then you continue on to the third object. And as you do this, you allow your body just to, to drift away. And when you hold this as your last conscious thought, it creates a trigger effect. And that is when the experience is you drift off into what we call sleep, and suddenly for many people, something will happen. In the beginning stages, it may only be a vivid dream or a lucid dream, but with continued practice, and it only takes 15 minutes every night. This isn't difficult to do. Suddenly, for me, it took 30 days. I'm not sugarcoating this. My first experience took approximately 30 days of practice before I had my first experience. And bang, suddenly I woke up and I was fully conscious outside of my body, laying next to my body. And I knew it because I, had, I saw the wall in front of me. And when I reached out my hand, or what I thought was my hand, my hand actually entered the wall. And I could feel the energy substance of the wall. And that's when it hit me. Oh, my God, I did it. I'm out of body. And it, that is typical of what happens. People suddenly feel themselves light and floating, or they suddenly see themselves standing in, by the bed or in another location. But often you're in the general vicinity, or even more likely, you feel an intense vibration, and you suddenly are in what many call the vibrational state. OBE techniques will initiate the vibrational state, which are heavy vibrations, sleep what's considered paralysis or sleep paralysis, which is not harmful, it's just a weird sensation, loud sounds like humming, buzzing, and then suddenly you can feel yourself getting lighter possibly or even heavier, and you start to move, especially when you follow the directions I give in my books. You focus your attention away from your body, not on the vibrations, and as you do that, you begin to move or float. Whatever it is for you is natural away from your physical body. And during this whole time that, that you are conscious that you're yes, doing Yes, you're this. fully conscious. And it, to be quite frank, this is what a lot of people find at the beginning stages of this is very unusual to people. And I'm again, like I said earlier, I don't sugarcoat this. People become naturally, some of them become scared. Sure. I mean, it, this is a total new world of experience for people. That's something they've never been trained to accept or believe. And they are scared by the vibrations. They're scared by, the, by every aspect of this. Because some of them, I get letters from people saying they're dying or they feel like they're dying. Of course, you're not. You're separating from the dense shell. You know what's fascinating? All throughout history, biblical text talks about this experience. You know, St. Paul, people, he has all kinds of statements. And, and John about... I die daily. What did he mean by that? And I was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day, and I heard behind me a great voice, which is what the beginning of Revelations is. What is that? I was in the Spirit, and I heard behind me a great voice. It's a perfect description of an OBE. Sure. And then he goes on to describe this incredible story that unfolds of Revelations. Now, the big question in biblical the theory is, 
is was that a dream? Was it an altered state of consciousness? Was it termed a mystical experience? I believe that was a definite OBE, where he viewed the past, the present. He tapped into realities that we can't even begin to conceive of. And he wrote them down. And from what happened? People immediately just, oh, that was just a mystical experience. Only a few people can have that. Right. That is the great falsehood that's been, let's just say, taught to us. Everyone can have these experiences if you open up to them, if you have the courage to explore. Now, is there any, any validity to the fear that if they leave their body, they may not be able to get back? Well, I can tell you this. I, I've been 31 years of having experiences, and I'm still here kicking uh, in the best of health. And I have had countless experiences, myself and others. I can't even, thousands possibly, I don't know. And I, I don't even get sick, much less. You know, I'm not over-exaggerating this. I'm a 53-year-old man in perfect health, and I've been having 31 years of experiences. Now, what are some of the experiences that you have had? Where have you gone? What have you done? Well, some of the most, I think... For me, there's been levels of experiences because we grow at our own level. In the beginning stages, the most remarkable one was, of course, meeting my deceased uncle and then meeting my deceased mother, not only meeting but reuniting with her. That, to me, was one of the most remarkable ones because it confirmed to me so many things. This was before... You know, I wasn't a believer in this. I come from a more scientific. I was in college. I was, I was not just a new ager running around. I was more based on science. And a lot of this stuff I didn't believe until it happened to me. And, you know, I was an agnostic, to be quite frank, back in 1971. Mm-hmm. And then in 72, I had the experience, and bang. It kind like, of changes your whole belief structure. Oh, God. It? It's like there, nobody could have told me that immortality was even a possibility back in 19, late 71. Uh, My point is, I contacted my mother. We had an incredible experience of sharing. And I learned, I can't even begin to, some of these things go beyond words to describe, but we had a, uh, just just say we reunited and shared a lot of things about our time together that was, needed for my evolution and her evolution and how we both learn from the experience. And I'm not the only one who talks about this stuff, by the way. I like to point out that in Secret, um, in Adventures Beyond the Body, I put Michael Crichton's out-of-body experience in there, where he talks about meeting Michael Crichton's, a, the well-known author of Jurassic Park. Right. I mean, we're not talking about some flake. Nope. And he's the creator of ER, he had an OBE, self-directed OBE, not spontaneous, through a hypnotherapist where he contacted his deceased father, who he did not have a good relationship with. And he has this incredible experience he shares about what happened to him and how what a massive impact it had on his state of consciousness. And I, I write about this in detail. And other, there's a lot of people that are well-known have these type of experiences. Now, some of them don't have the courage to share this like Michael Crichton had. Right. But I can assure you, I have letters from people that you wouldn't believe, doctors, judges, um, you name every level of 
humanity has written to me and shared their experiences. I mean, we're talking, I have Fred Allen Wolf, the famous physicist. We spoke together at an event, and he shared an out-of-body experience with, with me on about what he had. It was incredible. And these, these guys are, you know, pretty down-to-earth, intelligent folks. You betcha. And, and, and it, this is for real. And the power of this is in the power of people being able to have their own experience. And that really, after it's all said and done, regardless of how much you talk about it or write about it or other people talk about it, there's no proof like self-proof from your own experiences. Absolutely. That's the key. So what I would recommend that you do, ladies and gentlemen, is go pick up either book or both, Adventures Beyond the Body and Secret of the Soul, by William Buhlman. Now, your uh, website is www.out-of-body.com, right? Right. And we can go get that. And the book's at uh, Amazon and, and local outlets? Oh, absolutely. It's at Amazon and uh, all over, Barnes & Noble, Borders, you name it. And if you'd like to find out more information about uh, William himself, that would be www.williambuhlman.com. William, thank you. You need to come back because we need to touch. The next subject that I want to talk to you about is past life regression. Oh, yeah. I know you do that as well. So next time that you come back, we're going to go do that. We need to go away and, uh, and, and go to the top of the hour. Thank you very, very much, William, and we will be in touch. Okay, thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Again, his website is www.out-of-body.com. We'll be back right after the top of the hour. Thanks for paying attention. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.